everyone. Hello. How are we doing? Good. Cool. Hope y'all so good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Love to hear it. Hate to see it. Hate to hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So happy. <gasps> Elena and I are recording virtually. So there you go. And it yeah. is. It's a national holiday. For us, at least. For us. Yeah. <laughs> is. It's four twenty. It's four twenty. Happy four twenty. Fun fact: My brother's due date was four twenty, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we love him. Love him, Kyle. If you're listening, you're not fake bitch. But if you do, yeah. I'll just send you this one just so you can hear that. Love you. <laughs> yeah, happy four twenty. Okay. Hope y'all are hope y'all are celebrating. Um, yeah. And if you don't partake, that's not too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We accept everybody here. Well, everybody except murderers and assholes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's an Elena case. I'm just here for the ride. Mm-hmm. It's an Elena case, and it is. Um. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh, cool. Yeah, my favorite cases are unsolved cases. So, and this is this is a very very much confusing and very much unsolvable case yeah she so, put me before that I'm, I'm gonna have no reaction or I'm gonna have <laughs> no words and too many reactions yeah 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 um before we begin contact information is in the bio mm-hmm. um rate us on the places you can rate us give us give us share us with your friends um mm-hmm all that all that fun stuff all that good stuff yeah yeah we love you it's 420 I've been smoking all day so like I'm kind of tired right now so Girl, I've been working <laughs> with the damn kids all day I tell told Elena I won't give into too much detail but I was supposed to leave at three o'clock what happened at three o'clock a diarrhea an explosive diarrhea that I had to do <laughs> so happy 420 <laughs> happy 420 y'all work with kids um y- y'all will know if you work I- with kids yeah, and if you don't, good. <laughs> good. Yep. But anyway, without further ado, um, today we're going into the disappearance of the Jameson family. <gasps> I wanted to cover this. I know, I know of this. I don't know any details, but I know the I know the name. Bitch. Oh man. Oh, it's. I know. Oh, it's... Bitch. oh man. <laughs> I was telling Katie earlier how this case reminds me of like a Maura Murray type case in the sense of like, there's so many like random things that it makes like every possibility, every theory that we're going to go through, you could definitely argue it. Like oh, it God. is, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, and I thought that it was super interesting. It was recommended to us by Kyler's mom. Um, which is my boyfriend's mom. So shout out to her. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like, I feel like we're going to have a fun time discussing this one. I'm nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty fun. Um, so first we're going to do a little bit of background on the family. Um, the family is Bobby Dale Jameson. He's 44. Hold on. Sherilyn. Oh, should I take notes? Um, if 
I mean, there's like moving parts later on. We'll see. We'll if see. you we'll want see to. Yeah. Maybe. Keep keep it up. Keep okay, it open. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we have Bobby Dale Jameson, who's 44. And we have Sherilyn Leanne, who's 40. And then their six-year-old daughter, Madison Stormy Star Jameson. That's a name. What a, what a name. Um, <laughs> the family lived in Eufaula, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bobby and Sherilyn right now are not working. They are receiving disability checks from the government. Um, and for our listeners not in the United States, we have, you know, disability. If you have a disability where you can't work, you apply, the government pays you. Um, so Bobby was granted this disability due to a car accident where he hurt his back and he was also on prescription pills. I don't know why Sherilyn was on disability, but she was also on disability. Um, and they don't give you like a lot of money, but they give you like supposedly enough for you to like live. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly, you know, but, um, so that's a little bit about the family and that's what I'm going to tell you about the family right now. And then I'm going to tell you what happens to them because it's, it's too much to go into before. And like all of their separate pieces of evidence kind of fit into the different theories. So we're going to start with what happened first. Okay. So yes, what we know happened. So the family went missing on October 8th of 2009. Before they went missing, the last person to see them was a man who lived in the mountains of southeastern Oklahoma. Um, The man told the authorities at the time that he only saw the family in this area. The area that they were looking in was in the southeastern Oklahoma mountains. And the reason why they were there was because they were thinking of like moving a little bit more off grid um down south there's a shit ton of land so it's 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 really easy to just like go look at a plot of land and be like yeah I'm gonna move my tiny home storage container they were they were using a storage container but whatever you're using to live you can like move it to a plot of land and that's your fucking land you know (laughs) so the guy who lived there was saying how like they were kind of the only people that he had seen there that day um because it was a little bit more secluded Um, so yeah, they were in that area to look at, um, the plot of land that they were looking to purchase. Um, but they left and they never came back. And Sherilyn's mother, after like four days was kind of like, something's not right, you know? So then eight days later on October 16th, Hunters in the woods, about a quarter mile away from the Jameson's last known location, they discovered the Jameson's truck. So their truck had been abandoned and was still locked. Hmm. What they found inside the truck is like a a hodgepodge of things. So first, a hodgepodge. There's things that don't make sense. Like just such a phrase. So. Bobby's wallet and cell phone were in the truck. Not a good sign. Sherilyn's purse. Okay. Their jackets. 
a GPS, $32,000 in cash. What? Mm-hmm. Their dog, Maisie. In alive. the car? Malnourished, but alive. In the windows car. Windows up? When, yep, windows up. Maisie. Um, Ma- Maisie. Um, mm-hmm. And... On Bobby's cell phone, the investigators found a photo of Madison that they believed to have been taken the day that they disappeared. So, Sherilyn's mother, her name is Connie Kokatan, and she's going to come up a couple more times. So, we're going to call her Connie from this point on. Hi. Um, But she's Sherilyn's mother. So, um, she said that she... Because one of the first things that they thought of when they saw the $32,000 was if the family had gotten into a settlement from the car accident that mm-hmm. he had but that hurt his back. Because there's no record of them coming up with $32,000, yeah, especially amount. in cash. That's a lot of fucking money no. to just have in cash. That's a salary like, for a lot of people. That's not even like that's not even like assets or anything that is cash like Mm -hmm. so she was like no like there's no settlements there's no nothing like to this day nobody knows where that money came from um and so another thing that's weird about the truck is that the truck showed no sign of struggle there's no blood there's no scratches there's no force like there's nothing showing that this family was taken out of the truck. Um, so the former Latimer County Sheriff, his name is Israel Burcham. We'll hear his name come up a couple more times in this case because he's just investigating this. Um, he would state, I think they were forced to stop and got out of the truck to meet with someone they recognized. And I think they either left willingly or by force. He also stated that there didn't appear to be any signs that the Jamesons were in trouble or looking to start a new life. And what he means by force is like, by like gunpoint or something, you know, something that they would not necessarily be dragged out of, but they would be forced to leave the vehicle. Now, that is, we've gone over the truck, we've gone over the money. The other weird thing in the car is the GPS. When they looked at the data from the GPS, the GPS puts the truck, like their truck was found on this hill, they're in a mountainous range, and the GPS puts them farther up the hill mm-hmm. earlier than when it was like at this last location. So it was almost like they backtracked, you yeah. know? Um, and they went to that location the coordinates that the gps had recorded and they found footprints um so then this led to one of the biggest missing persons investigations and search parties in oklahoma they had like i think over 300 people including law enforcement and volunteers and everything like scaling this area and at one point it got so big that like they had helicopters and like this was a a very large scale mm-hmm. investigation and it took them weeks to complete. Like it was a, a lot of ground to cover 
or they're in this mountainous range. And especially if you're not familiar with the wilderness, like it's big, like the wilderness is huge. So they are like searching and searching and searching. They find nothing. They don't come up with anything else. 300 searchers. Okay. They don't come up with anything else. And they're like, well, shit, we have no leads. We have no evidence. This is all we have. And it's really confusing. So they call off the searches. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like if anything, I feel like you would, should do more searches. A whole family disappears and we're like, that doesn't make sense. So we just like leave it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, really nothing happens until November 16th of 2013. Wait, and um, what happened? 2009 oh okay so some years some years yes a couple years yeah about four years so hunters were scouting deer hunting locations when they stumbled upon the partial skeletal remains of what looked to be two adults and one child the remains were discovered 2.7 miles away from where the jamesons had disappeared from where they found their car Um, so the evidence that came up once the police then searched this area, once they found the remains was a pair of shoes, clothes, adult teeth, bones, and bone fragments. And then it took them eight months, but these bones were determined to be the remains of the Jameson family. Um, the Oklahoma State Medical Examiner reported that the cause of death was unknown because the remains were incomplete. Like, not only was it just skeletal remains, it wasn't even complete skeletal remains. So it's very hard to determine a cause of death from that. Um, and there was also evidence of damage from animals post-mortem, but they can't, they also can't not say that an animal killed them either like there's a whole lot of things that they can't rule out due to just there being skeletal remains um so throughout their investigation and I haven't told you what they uncovered like throughout the investigation that they looked into the family over those four years but I think one of the weirdest things that we're going to start with because it just gets like weirder the more shit that I tell you about that. It's already but one of the uh-huh. But one of the weirdest things is the footage of them packing their car before they go missing. And it's like it's it's eerie. Like it makes you uncomfortable because it's it's from the camera uh, like in front of their garage. Like it has a clear view of their car. And you can see both Bobby and Sherilyn go to the car like multiple times. But what I mean by that is like for me to pack for, let me use our example of my family. I'm a, I live in a family of five. And when we go on a road trip, it takes us like, I would say a couple trips, everyone drops off their luggage to pack the car. Like it's a decent amount of time. They took forever. Like they took like 30 to 40 trips from their car to the house like just walking back and forth in front of the camera and And there would be times huh like bringing stuff each time yes they would like bring a bag 
and then walk back and forth a couple times and then take that bag out and put it back in the house and then do it again. It was very like, and it wasn't like they were running, like they were like kind of walking like in a trance like weird state. Like it was very unsettling. Um, And the sheriff, Israel Bertram, um, when he was like reviewing it, he was like, yeah, it seemed like they were like, in a very like trance like state like they weren't in their right mind it was like they were in a daze kind of um which is like it just adds so much more like questions to it because Mm -hmm. it's like okay so they weren't in their right mind to begin with and then they drive out to the middle of fucking nowhere and then they disappear and now here they remain like what the fuck happened to them so now we have five theories to break down. Okay. And to be honest, the there at the beginning there was one that I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then there was another one where I was like, okay, that makes sense. And now I could probably bet my next paycheck on like any of them. Like I feel like they're all pretty solid, which is the scariest part. So this is not in any particular order. This is just the theories of what could have happened to them. And I'm just going to break them all down. Um, And I'm going to be like introducing evidence in between. So like when I tell you about the next one, like remember that there's evidence for the last one too. Got it. Okay. Um, So the first one is very simple. They got lost in the woods and they died from exposure and hypothermia. Okay. Um, Which is always kind of a possibility that you have to keep in mind when people go missing like this um that sometimes the simplest explanation is the explanation very reasonable to say yes but it gets a little messy so the days following in the area that they were in when they supposedly disappeared they got very heavy rains so not the best weather but like nothing that would kill them Um, and the coldest it was in those areas was 40 degrees. Now, if you're wet, that does make it colder. So we can't eliminate that, but still like hypothermia normally starts setting in at colder temperatures. So it, and even then there was a search party organized eight days afterward. So if they did get lost in the woods, there was people searching for them less than a week later. Not to say that nothing could have happened, but nothing came up in that search. Like Mm -hmm. no evidence that they were trying to survive or nothing like that. So, um, and it was also that their bodies were only found 2.7 miles from their truck. So it's like, Yes, you can get lost in the woods. They're a big, scary place. You can go into one direction for hours and be completely, you know, somewhere else. Like, it's kind of like the ocean in that sense where, like, everything starts to look the same. So it's really easy to get lost. But 2.7 miles is, like, a walkable distance. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, no more than a half an hour walk. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's a walkable distance that they're like, if they were to walk away and get lost in the woods, 
they could have turned around like 45 minutes into their trip and been back at their car with their dog and their jackets like yeah so it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but it is the simplest explanation that we have so that's the first theory um the second theory is that this was a murder slash suicide murderer being bobby who killed Sherilyn and madison and then killed himself um so during their initial investigation when they found the car there was an 11 page hate letter found written from Sherilyn to bobby um in the back of the truck and in the search of their home there was a letter found um also from Sherilyn stating how she did not want Madison to grow up in the foster care system because her mother was dead and her father was in jail for killing her so we you have to take uh-huh. that however you'd like but that was kind of like that a, was a statement yes that's a big statement to make so like um and then sheriff um bicham said i'm not sure how to pronounce his last name i'm gonna call him israel because that's his first name so sheriff israel said um that they were certainly a family obsessed with death i don't know what else he found that might have made him say that because like that statement or the content of like those letters, I'm not sure if they would like prove that they were obsessed, but he did say that they had a couple things that mentioned death in their home and stuff. So I don't know about that. To take like, that so as it comes, I, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Have you have to take it as it comes. Have, yeah. Like I have serial killer books. Like it's, I don't know about that. We're also in southeastern Oklahoma and we have to remember that when we get into more of like the the crazier theories if y'all just heard so this is just this is the tip of the iceberg (laughs) Elena I hate this (laughs) um so that that all happened um Connie said that she was very against the theory that Bobby killed them and Connie is Sherilyn's mom Mm mm-hmm she was against the idea that this happened she's like no like even if they had marital troubles between themselves or you know they were having issues they both loved their daughter and they were not gonna let anything happen to her like even if this was the case she's like maddie would be okay like madison would still be fine like so she was against this theory from the beginning um and she was not living with them at the time of their disappearance but she was living with them at a previous point so like she'd been around them and stuff like that so I kind of take her I kind of take her point of view into consideration because she's seen them as a family and as a couple so um and the next theory is that they were murdered by Bobby's father which is 67-year-old Bob Dean Jameson. So approximately six months before the family disappeared, Bobby filed a protection order against his father because he had apparently threatened to kill him and his family on two separate occasions of November 2008 and April 2009. Um, In his report, he didn't get specific on what the threat was, 
but there was a report filed that he was hit with his, which is Bob's, his dad's vehicle on November 1st of 2008. Um, Bobby also said his father was a quote unquote, very dangerous man who thinks he is above the law and has been involved with prostitutes, gangs, and meth. I know. Trinity. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but I get that one <laughs> Um, so Bobby also said, my entire family is severely scared for their lives and I am in fear at all times. Um, which is very sad. Yes. 100%. For someone to say about their dad, like this is a lot, but on May 18th of 2009, a judge dismissed the protective order. And at the time of their disappearance, Bobby was in the process of suing his father because his father owned a gas station that Bobby would sometimes work at for free. Because remember, Bobby doesn't have a job. He's on disability. Mm-hmm. And, his fa- and his father told him, like, you can work at my gas station and I will give you half the sales that we make for the times that you're there. And he never paid him. So Bobby was suing his dad for those wages at the time of their disappearance. Okay. So that's our third theory. Um, the next theory, bear with me, okay? Oh, God. And remember, I said we are in southeastern Oklahoma. There is a certain, there's a certain type of person who lives down in the south, and that's why it's called the Bible Belt. Ah. Uh. So our next theory is that they were murdered by a religious cult that has popped up in places such as southeastern Oklahoma. Um, This cult, and when I mean religious, I'm meeting more Christian slash white supremacy like type of religious cult. Question. Yes. Jameson's white? They were white. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were white. They were not. I I get what you might mean by that, where they could have been African American or Hispanic, whatever, anything not white. Mm-hmm. But they were white. Okay. So, um, so Connie, Sherilyn's mom, uh-huh. really believes this one. Okay. She really thinks that this one could have some solid pieces with it. Because this cult supposedly had a hit list that Sherilyn was on. So after investigation discovery, like the channel, released an episode on the family on their show called Disappeared, Sherilyn's friend, who's Nikki Chenault, said that she received a phone call from an anonymous woman and that this woman reportedly told her that she used to be in a white supremacy group that kept a list or a book of people that had been causing problems for them. Um, And that whenever she could remember a name, when she had seen the book, that she would go home and she would look up the name. Doing this had led her to a lot of missing persons cases. And one of those cases was Bobby and Sherilyn's. Now, 
we do have some evidence that could point to this. Um, in their home, a quote-unquote witch Bible was reported to have been found. And it was suspected that Sherilyn could have been involved in witchcraft. Um, Nikki, who was the friend who received the call, said that her and Sherilyn bought that book a while ago as a joke. But their pastor would come forward and say that Bobby had confessed to him that he had been reading a satanic Bible. There was also mysterious graffiti found spray painted on the storage container that they were supposed to like be moving to this plot of land to live in. Um, This is what was on it. It says three cats killed to date by people in this area. Witches don't like their black cat killed, end quote. Um, And then... Uh-huh. So that's a weird thing to like see that like it doesn't even make sense it's like okay yeah okay like it's just like two separate statements like okay, okay. <laughs> I guess um so Connie was like mm, they were a little weird and they were acting a little weird for like a little bit before they disappeared she said that one day her and her daughter um, were together and she drove her out to Oklahoma City. And when they got there, she was like, get out of the car. And just like left her there. And she's like, she'd never done that before. Like she was just acting strange. And she did that. Who was driving? Sherry, Sherilyn was driving her mom, Connie. And she told her mom to get out of the car? Yes. And just left? Yeah. Huh. Like, it's just odd to just do that. But yeah, um, it's odd to say the least. We don't know if they were fighting. We don't know if anything happened prior, which is not an excuse, but like a reason, you know? Yeah. We don't, we don't know. Um, so she also said that around this time that she was like kind of in a daze which is also pointing to the footage before they disappeared that they were like trance-like um also along their spiritual route the Jamesons believed that they had two to four spirits occupying their home two to I don't know how they came up with the with the number two to four but supposedly they had felt that there was like that they were having trouble spiritually so much so that Bobby also went to the pastor again and asked if there was special bullets that could shoot spirits. That's what Bobby asked his pastor. Okay. That at, I would like to say it again. We are in Southeastern Oklahoma. It is a very conservative, very small farm town type area. Like it to me, it's not that far out for like there to be like an active religious type. Like there are places now where the clan is still active and so those types of groups. The state we live in. 
Exactly. So it's not that far out. And we live in a democratic state. Like <laughs> that people would be looking into this and be seriously looking into this. Like it's not to me, this is not the most far fetched idea, you know. That's so, weird to me for some reason. That oh, that to me is oh yeah definitely it's and it's it's scary to me because the mom believes it the mom is like no we should be looking into this shit yeah but supposedly and like the authorities knew that these cults were a thing and stuff and this is not like you know they're not making up these cults they're real yes but there supposedly had not been like much action or much activity in these cults for the past couple years so they're like it's a possibility and the cult exists but the chances of them the chances of this being like how they're kind of brought back to life is a little bit slim Mm -hmm. because it wasn't like it wasn't like they were blasting to everybody that they were into witchcraft you know what I'm saying yeah so it would have to be someone who like knew them or closer to them who then somehow gave this cult this information who then hunted them down you know like it's it's a lot of moving pieces even if this has legs you know so that's the cult theory okay yeah so the last theory that we're going to talk about is the drugs theory okay and mm mm-hmm mm-hmm so this theory um, pretty much springs from the rumors that the family may have been involved slash doing drugs and that what happened to them was the result of a drug deal gone wrong. Um, so Connie, which is Sherilyn's mom, didn't believe that drugs were involved or that they used them. But she did know that the couple had been, like, in some bad financial situations. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they're living off disability, which they give you, like, a decent amount, but, like, sometimes it's not enough to live. Um, So the drug theory can explain the $32,000 that was found in cash. Um, But the sheriff says, Israel, that he doesn't believe this theory. And that there is literally, like, no evidence that they used or dealt drugs. Um, Even though after they initially found the tape of them walking back and forth from their car to their house, they thought, and they got the opinion of some psychologists on this, that drugs could be involved. And it could explain some of their um, strange behavior, right? So um, they could not officially rule out drugs, though. There was no evidence connecting it. But for whatever reason, they couldn't say, like, they also don't know where this money came from. Yeah. And they're like, drugs is a way that people can come into a lot of money very quickly. So they can't say no, but also there's no evidence proving that there was their mom Connie's mom I mean Connie Sherilyn's mom doesn't believe it and she was pretty close to them um and also people have pointed out that if it was a drug deal gone wrong why did they bring their dog and their daughter Mm -hmm. 
like it doesn't make sense that Maddie was there. Yeah. Um, whether they were gonna buy or sell drugs, it doesn't make sense for Maddie to be there. Mm-hmm. And then if it was a drug related incident that went wrong, the money was still left in the car. Yeah. Dang, so point. generally. Um, and the only evidence that they found that could have pointed them towards any drugs was the prescription medication that Bobby was on for his back. My dad takes prescription medication for his back sometimes too. He has a really bad back. Um, and sometimes like those medications are very strong and in certain parts where there is a, you know, street demand that can be a lot of money for one bottle of Vicodin or something like that. So I, I, I do see how they, how they could have been using that for, you know, extra cash, but like $32,000 to me, if you're dealing with drugs, you're going to be noticed by someone like that's a lot of money to just happen to come into like, yeah, you don't just find that on the street. You're either dealing with a lot of drugs or you've been doing drugs for a long time to have that kind of money. That's not like a newbie. We've been doing this for three months to pay rent type of amount for drugs. You know what I'm saying? So, but it also does explain how they would just randomly get that type of money. Yeah. So those are our theories. And that's pretty much all we have. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. it. That's um, Madison was just the cutest little girl. And they just look like a very, I'm going to send you a picture of them. They just look like a very average Wholesome family. I feel like American I've seen them, family. And I feel like I've seen that picture, that last picture of the girl. Mm-hmm. like they were just the picture perfect like a little American family mm-hmm. and it just nothing makes sense it's one of those things where as soon as you have solidified yourself in an opinion and you know in whatever theory you might think something else doesn't make sense it's like okay cool the drug theory goes Mm -hmm. so well until Madison was there and then the money's still there and then the cult theory goes well until the money comes up like where does the money come from in the cult theory so like it's time to fucking smoke it's time to smoke happy 420 that's right (laughs) I mean okay all right everybody we're back we're back hello yes Okay. Yeah, we are back. Um, if you hear any noises, my window is slightly open, and I do live in a place that's populated. <laughs> oh, so y'all might hear some shit. And if it's mm-hmm. too cold, sorry. Sorry. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah. Start. Yeah. To be honest, the I don't have many questions. It's just more of a let's process what we just heard. Okay, I will tell you, two theories stuck out to me. The drugs, 
And honestly, that one's really sticking out to me because I know the cops or you said the sheriff was like, there's no evidence. I don't know, man. I feel like that could be very plausible, especially mm-hmm. with the painkillers. And I don't know, dude, his dad was on meth. There was empty pill bottles found in their car, but it wasn't enough for them to determine whether that was he kept the painkillers in his car and those were just the ones that he had used choice (laughs) or if he was selling those bottles like it wasn't enough for them to be like yeah he sold these you know so it's not like that doesn't make sense either because then why is the money still there that that's the only part of the drug theory because to be honest the fact that they would have brought their dog and their daughter is weird but is not the weirdest part the weirdest part to me is that the money is still there yeah well like the see i don't fucking know man because i'm like if they are selling drugs or whatever and and i also like don't want to be disrespectful to this family like there's no evidence that they were using nothing like that so i do not mean this in any disrespect at all but to me that is slightly plausible just because of the like epidemic that is like opioid use and Mm -hmm. and these painkillers are that's it's a different game and they're in oklahoma which that's truck just went by sorry about that um (laughs) i don't know much about oklahoma if i'm being quite honest with you i've never seen them on our stats um and i can imagine why i don't think people I don't think people from the Bible Belt would like us. No. And that's I mean, okay. some of them, but not not most. And if you, you're welcome. You're you're always welcome. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I, I get it. You know, we're not for everybody. We just had this conversation today. We're acquired tastes here. It's more me. Especially not for the Bible Belt. Yeah. Like, look, bitch, we're smoking weed mm. right now. Legally. <clears throat> well and also the thing is is that like I, my boyfriend lives in Georgia so I went to go visit him a couple months ago and like just the the overall like culture of where we live versus um down south in What's Georgia specifically is very di- like literally dude every other fucking street every other mile had a church like they just have so many churches and their opinions are a lot different than ours and they have like just a different way of living in like very fundamental ways and I one of one of the biggest issues down there is drug use and that is something that's definitely noticeable and my boyfriend doesn't live in a place where it's like particularly bad but still like there was people on the sides of corners and I remember we walked into this department store and there was shirts that said like totally sober on them. And I'm like, I've never seen that like at a department store, like where yeah. we live. And I was, and I turned to him, I was like, do you guys have a drug problem? And he's like, yeah, like there's, there's certain areas that are like really bad, like, and they're known for being bad all over down South. So to be fair though, that's kind of everywhere. You could say the same thing about where I live. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess I do wonder I I know what you're saying because it is different and yeah and And also I feel like in different and what I've never been to the south I mean I've been to Florida Mm -hmm. but that's that's a whole different breed as it is well I I would say so because the south like where I went to visit him versus like Florida like Orlando Miami and stuff those are very touristy areas yeah it's like we live in the midwest minnesota is completely different from illinois which is completely different from iowa from indiana like they're all each each state each city each town in each state has different cultures kind of there's similarity there's like overarching similarities but overall they are individual places yeah (laughs) and this is the smoking guns take (laughs) geography (laughs) well i also feel like even versus where we live versus places down south there are different things that are more popular like for us weed is now legalized but for a long time near where we live marijuana was a big like import Mm -hmm. of drugs and we might have fallen in other areas where like when I went to Kentucky one of their problems is meth like there's a big meth problem in Kentucky that you don't see as much up here because we are no, I, I think like we have opioids up here. Yeah, a more opioid. Yeah. And even coke. So, yeah. So it's like whereas also then if you go to places like California, you're going to see more coke, ketamine, all those different schedules of drugs. Like it's crazy because like the 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 geography plays such a huge part in it. Even like resources. You just have access to certain things depending on where you mm-hmm. are. But also, I feel like in that same sense, there are going to be hot spots. And I don't know if the mountains of southern Oklahoma is a particular hot spot for that type of movement. Like, I, me and Kyler were watching Narcos a little bit ago, and just the whole drug trade system is so interesting to me. Like, when I covered Kike Camarena and all that stuff, like, that there are definitely hotspots and there's like people who are known to move drugs across, you know, big distances for big amounts of money and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know if this is the family that's going to be doing that. Like it's, it's it's, it just doesn't fit. Exactly. It doesn't fit as well as I would like it to like, but nothing does. What's the other one? You're right. (laughs) I was thinking, uh, I mean, okay, let's say I guess we can just go through them all. So the natural causes theory, like that makes sense to me because it's the simplest. And it's like, yeah, that could happen very easily. And I'm pretty sure like if they're wet and it's 40 degrees at night, I'm sure they they could die from hypothermia, I think. Yes. Yeah. Especially Madison. She's little. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. But why were they two and a half miles away? That's what I go back to. Like there was a search party and then the search didn't start until I think seven days later because their car was discovered eight days later, I think. So I think their search was like soon Mm -hmm. enough that their their bodies weren't buried. Yeah. They would have been found. The remains were found four years after yes that and it's not that far they they should have found them yes like 
that's, that's like the, the remains were skeletonized that's how long they were there like that's fucking weird and that's so i could uh, see i could see that theory and i'm also like maybe that is what happened it doesn't really make sense if that's what happened why did they leave the car yeah like and why did they leave everything in their car right because what it seems to me is that like okay you know I don't know how much gas was in their car Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were stranded or something but like for for me when people go and they like get lost in the woods and they die of exposure and stuff it's like because they're hiking or maybe they got stranded or something like that but like they left everything that they could have used for survival such as a gps in the car their phones sherilyn's purse their jackets if it's chilly like yeah that doesn't make sense so it's like how far and how long into the woods did they go to get lost to the point where they're not found for four years like what were they doing yeah and it's not even like because also the dog is there like yeah you could have been like oh the dog ran into the woods and they ran after the dog they got lost somehow and then I guess okay maybe but the dog was in the car so why did they leave why did they leave and lock the car and then get lost like to me that just it's it's the simplest yes but it also makes no sense like yeah and I'm like so they said there was no signs of a struggle but if there were multiple people that came up with guns is there gonna look like there's a struggle but then there's no bullets there's no weapons recovered I'm not sure what remains they were able to look at I don't know if a skull was available like I don't know yeah. all those details but like but there was no injuries on the scale the skeletons because that also plays into the murder suicide where some people that. will argue that it it's very unlikely for it to be a murder suicide because number one they were found like farther away from their car number two it doesn't really explain like the money or why the dog is in the car and like stuff like that and number three there's no weapon if he's gonna kill them and then himself or if there's any sort of killing going on between them there would be a weapon on like recovered yeah so i like i don't know i feel like if one of them was to do it then which by one of them I mean Sherilyn or Bobby because Madison is six but like I feel like since they're both dead now something would be recovered there so to me that doesn't make any sense but also why bring Madison into that and why and like Sherry uh Sherilyn's mom said like they both loved her so like even if they hated each other they were not gonna hurt her yeah so 
it would be really fucked up for him all of a sudden to like just bring them out there and kill them and leave the dog in the car like i i it just doesn't make sense to me if that's the case like why would he bring them all the way out there i don't know it's (sighs) but then again you can't completely discredit it because there there is evidence that they were having some sort of issue if like you know how long 11 pages is to write how much that you hate someone yes that is a lot lot of issues yes that is a lot Uh uh-huh like has some weight to it because that yeah and i don't know about you but if someone wrote that about me about 11 pages of how much they hate me bruh no i mm -mm, i couldn't handle it we're like getting divorced like (laughs) Girl, I'm leaving the car. Like, I, uh-huh. can't, I yeah. can't process that. Yeah. And if I'm writing uh, 11 pages of how much I hate someone, I also can't process that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And, like, again, why bring Madison into it? That's that's what I'm saying. That's for If it was just them, then maybe you could convince me that a little bit more. But the like fact that they else. had Madison with them yeah. is, like, weird. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't feel right to me. Like it doesn't because then okay, if that is the case, then how did they die? And, like, what, do you know this is going to be a morbid question? So I apologize for those of you that don't like this kind of stuff. But how were their bodies placed? Do you know? I don't actually, but like that don't be- don't don't worry because I also thought that too because I was like if they're all like laying down next to each other like that's, that's different than like if they're separate you know so I don't know how they were placed but I know that they were found like close enough together that they like died together or assumably around the same time but I don't know how they were positioned or right. I know that they were unburied they weren't buried uh-huh. so I don't know and then, like, there's the Bob, is that his name? Bob theory with the dad. The dad, yeah. I don't know about that either. Although, I would, I could see that as well. Fuck you, Elena, mm-hmm. doing this damn case, knowing how much I hate these. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yes, you're see, right. All of them make sense, and none of them make sense. They, all of them could make sense, and at the same time, none of them make sense yep this yeah no I told you guys this one was a a very confusing a very much like my brain hurts right now like because just the things like this that freak me out is just like there is there's nothing you can rule out and in one of the episodes I watched like of I think it was like crime crime at nine or something like some some random ass like Mm-hmm. news source was interviewing the sheriff and he said how usually when they go through investigations like there's things that you can start to eliminate right away and he's like with this family there's there's nothing like anything's possible anything could have happened to them like there's so many different possibilities what and about- he also huh go ahead. he just also said how like there was like so many leads like it's a cold case with 
you know, a hundred leads. Like there's so many. And like, he can't rule any of them out. Yeah. That, this has to be like a nightmare of a case in terms of law enforcement. Like they must, I mean, we all, we all always hope that they like give a shit about their jobs. But like mm-hmm. this one, they're probably like, "Fuck, I gotta look at that case again." Like, <laughs> yeah, and, ugh, it's it's horrible. And oh, ah, <laughs> my head hurts. Ah, uh, yeah. Have you? Everything hurts. Do you know anything about like? Because I know, like, there can. It's not just five theories. Other people have to have other theories too. There's a lot of there's a lot of theories out there. Like the feral people theory. Of the forest the, that like lied with the cave you know, systems and shit like that. That is a good one. That is a good one because not only the cave systems, but you're right. They were in a very mountainous range. Yeah, they were in. I don't know anything about anything, so no one come for me. But yeah, don't 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 come at us for this us. one. But I know one day we do want to cover the feral people yeah. of the national mm-hmm. parks. Um, but it does stress me out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I also, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know where the fuck Oklahoma is. I know it's in the United States. I don't know where. Is it by Montana? Panhandle. No, uh, it's not by Montana. It's down south. It's um more, I think it's right on top of Arkansas. Like right next to Arkansas. Which is near Texas. Oh, shit. I think, yeah. Know where Texas is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, there's a landmark. I know that one. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I. So I don't know anything about that really, but I'm like that is another theory that I don't right. be ruled out because that could there's... explain the money because it's like again we want to cover it one day so I don't know too much but I'm like if they're mm-hmm. living off the land they don't need thirty thousand dollars you know. Yes. And also there was nothing suggesting that they were going to start a new life. Like they packed, but not enough to like pack everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess, but there was also nothing in their life that would have caused, like there was no, I've, what I'm trying to like there's no motive there was no like they didn't have debts they didn't have like you know that they didn't have jobs but they're getting money like so there was nothing that was like yeah they would have left and started a new life over this like yeah so um and the sheriff did bring up an interesting point that I feel like could tie into the cult theory because I really feel like we gotta look more into that one I feel like we have to look more into that for a lot of other missing people, but we'll start here where um, he says that there was no force. So they could have been told or gotten out of the car under the guise of like knowing someone. Um, And if Sherry, Sherilyn is, I keep calling her Sherry. Um, but if Sherilyn is on this hit list or whatever, she had to know someone from this cult. So they could have lured them out there. Huh? I forgot she was on a hit list. Uh-huh. So it's like she had to know someone who then knew someone who put her on that list. You know what I'm saying? Why like, was she on that list? A, first of all, where is this list? 
Why do we like, have hit lists? <laughs> and then second of all, it's like, I get how maybe they might have not wanted someone who was into any other religion than theirs in their area. But I feel like out of all the people that might be on a white supremacist hit list, other white people might not be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Um, I feel like we should not, don't discredit it, but it just seems like, I don't know. To me, it seems a little off. Like, and again, I don't know shit about shit, especially. I don't know shit about shit. I don't know what the Mm -hmm. fuck that is. Just kidding, I know what it is, but like, we don't condone that here. No, not here. Do they hate like witchcraft? Would that be reason enough to kill somebody? That feels a bit extreme. Granted, supremacy is extreme, but even even for a supreme group like that, it still seems like a lot a little far-fetched for them to kill like they weren't actively doing anything to my knowledge actively doing anything to get this group in trouble or things like that if anything bobby was more of a threat to his dad because he was suing him at this time Uh his dad has more motive but i mean but could his the, dad take down three people? Or I guess two and an adult. Or I'm sorry, two and a child. Yes. You think his dad could? I mean, I don't know. I some every 67-year-old is different. Like I know some six I know some 70-year-olds who could probably kick my ass. But Yeah, you know, but could like, they kick your ass with listen, the only thing that I'm like, I don't know about that is I'm like, Bobby, I'm imagining, doesn't like his father. So I'm guessing uh-huh. he's going to fight for his family. Yes, but if they are, if they, it doesn't matter how strong you are if you have a gun, you know? So that's true. Yeah. So um. it's like, he might've not been able to subdue them by himself, but if he and maybe another person both have guns, my daughter's here, my wife is here, I'm going to protect them. I'm going to do what they say, you know, like that's a little bit more plausible to me. So, but then again, it doesn't even have to be his father. That could have been anybody. It's And the, the grandma also, well, Sherilyn's mom also said that it was strange for them to leave their dog there. They're like, they love that dog. Like they love their daughter, but they also love their dog. Like My people love their dogs. Uh huh. I love my dog. I, if, if either of my pets are anywhere, something is wrong. Like I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, under no circumstance, under few circumstances, first of all, would I be in the woods? Second mm-hmm. of all, with Ooh, Malcolm. period. Malcolm is, he, he's not a woods type of dog, okay? Mm-mm. He gets hot. He likes mm-hmm. to play. Like he mama. <laughs> but if for some reason I was in these woods and I was like, oh, I need to get out of this car. I'm taking him with me. You know? I'm not leaving my dog in the car. Windows. If anything, I feel like he might be more valuable to me, like with me. Like he's going to help me survive, bro. And I'm like, I don't know what kind of dog this dog was. I don't know. But I'm like, you, I feel like the average dog owner would take their pet with them. 
So that's weird. I don't know. I yeah, no, I would definitely take my dog with me. And their dog was like a smaller dog, but I feel like any dog might be helpful in a situation like this. Like they it, are just more adapt just to survive than we are. So yeah. All right. Hi friends. We had to do another recording. So if this, this doesn't, make sense, there's been a break in time, um, yeah. but we wanted to discuss in our last little recording for, cause doing it virtual is different than in person. It's, it is what it is, but mm -hmm. we want to talk about the top two theories we have. Go ahead. You, you pop off, make your, make your points. I, um, um well, we kind of said that our top two theories was for Katie, it is the drugs. And for me, it is the cult. And I feel like they both have like a lot of evidence. And even though they might be a little more far-fetched, they can explain more than maybe some of the other theories. I feel like the drug one explains everything to a certain degree. Yeah. It gives it, reason for things. It explains the money, which is the most confusing part to me. And like, I don't remember if I said it already, but if they were, if they were going to do, sell, whatever, something, if they were going to do any, anything around drugs, they only have their daughter. And I don't think they're going to want to be like, Hey mom, can you watch my kid while I go sell drugs? You know, mm -hmm. so I'm like, I feel like they might just be like, it'll be quick, a quick little handoff. And then we'll go camping or whatever. You know? I Yeah, I guess. But see, I feel like where both of these theories fall apart for me is that they had to be kept somewhere for a little bit. Because there was a search that went on very soon after. And they were only found... I don't know if they could prove that where their bodies were found is where they died, but they were found less than three miles away from where their truck was found. That and no one found anything in that first week. So even if it was a drug deal gone wrong and, hey, I'm going to take all these drugs right now, but I can't leave any witnesses, I feel like they had to then get them to walk three miles out into the woods and then kill them there. Take the drugs with them because they didn't take the money with them and then leave. But somehow that evaded searchers. But then that would mean that they took them somewhere and then brought them back and brought them out three miles away. Because there was not road to their bodies. Their bodies were in the middle of like the deep woods. So how would that be different with the cult though? Would they, would they take like- The cult would also have to like take, take them, them and keep them and take them back. But why would so they- So that's why- Into the random part of the, maybe it just happens to be three miles from the car. And they are like, oh, this is in the deep woods. Let's dump their bodies here. Oh God, I'm sorry. I just said that, but like, let's put the search. Here. 
the search the searchers who were there a week later didn't find anything but how long were they there like how long did they search they searched for like weeks like they searched like a, a pretty extensive area so i'm like Ugh, if they did that though then they would have to be held for weeks and do you I don't know. I feel like it took them like weeks to search. And then once they stopped, they just never like reopened it. It was just called off. Like, I'm like, if the the cult would have to like, know, I don't know that 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 also doesn't make sense. (laughs) I'm confused. I, I feel like a lot of this could be answered had we found them earlier. Yes. Because it's like we would be hopefully be able to tell a lot more. Right. Like, who knows what bones were found? Right. Are we positive it's them too? We are. Okay. They were tested. It did take them a couple months to come back with those tests, but they were like confirmed to be them. Well, I don't know how they confirmed it. I still don't know how they confirm a lot of people, but. It was by the medical examiner. Like DNA in the bones. For bones, I it has to be. They did find teeth too. They found adult teeth, so that could have helped them too. I know dental records. We talked about this last time. We don't know how dental records work, but they work. So yeah, yeah. We talked about that with Miss (laughs) Bell. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, I'm not sure. Like, like I said, this is just one of those things. I don't know if you could hear that. (laughs) But like I said, this is one of those cases that like everything just, everything fits, but then there's, there's a piece that like everything falls apart. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, everything can be explained with one thing, except a couple, or they just feel weird. Like there's just so many different ways. I'm I'm wondering if it's a theory we're not discussing. It could very well be. Yeah, exactly. Like it could be. It could, and it, or it could be something that no one has ever thought of. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> You're right. It, in the sense of it could be everything. We only discussed five theories, and it could be everything and anything. Like we really mean that. It could be yeah. a random one-off kill. It could have Israel been, keys. You know, That would explain the dog. <gasps> no, but he didn't kill people with dogs. Yeah, but it had the dog. I guess that's true. But if he didn't, like, he could have just left the dog in the car. And also, him robbing banks, he would have taken that money. We're going to cover Israel Keys one day, so we won't go too much into that. But, but wait, he did rob this, banks. But was this the time that he was active? 2011. I think. Or was he already? I think he was alive. Yeah, no, he died in 2012, I think, maybe. Oh my god, I just came up with a new theory. <gasps> Don't tell Reddit. <laughs> Don't tell Reddit. Don't tell Reddit. Don't tell Reddit. First the, but, yeah. the feral people, and now Israel Keys. First the feral people, now Israel Keys. No, I feel like he, I feel like that can't be the case, because he didn't kill kids. No, he didn't. Well, and I think that I think that whoever did this, there's this clip of their mom talking about Madison that just keeps playing in my head of like, who would do this to a six-year-old? 
because she believes that they were murdered. It's one thing to murder adults. Not that murdering anybody is okay, but it's one thing to murder an adult, but it's like a six-year-old, like, come on. Like, with her parents. Like, oh. With her parents. Yeah, I don't know. And it I just remember- brings up so many scary realities. Like, yeah. And we haven't mentioned this, but that image, that last image that was taken of her, to me, it looks very unsettling. But I'm also like, it's probably unsettling because it's the last image of her, you know? Yeah. But it's it looks uncomfortable to me at least it looks like staged um yeah it does kind of look staged it looks i'm gonna pull it up i probably won't post it on the instagram just because i don't really feel comfortable doing that because she looks like Mm -hmm. like she looks kind of like upset but i'm not saying that like this was taken like during any sort of act but like she looks like she might have like fallen and like gotten hurt mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. you know like she's she, also six she you know like six-year-old moods are very yeah she doesn't look happy and I don't want to post a picture of a potentially murdered child when they're not happy you know right right but it's unsettling to look at man but it is out there and it's and the, the image that we're talking about is the last image of Madison that was found on his phone left in the truck yeah, just like this, look that up. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just searched Jameson family and I it's the only unsettling photo that I found <laughs> of a person. Everyone else, every all, all the other ones are cute. And she's a cutie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see her with the dog. That's a tiny dog. Yeah, it's a little dog. That's Maisie. I like that name. That's a cute little name, Maisie. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude nothing makes sense no and I it's it's one of those things where I I couldn't think about it for too long because it just kept making my head spin yeah I don't know it reminded me of researching Maura Murray like the more that I look into it I'm like but wait a second that makes sense too oh yeah literally and another thing (laughs) for real I hope we get answers one day I hope we do too, but I just feel like with the more time that passes, I mean, now it's about to be 10 years since we found their bodies. Mm-hmm. Like the more time that passes, I just feel like that chance just goes lower and lower and lower. And the sheriff that was investigating it, Israel, he's now the former sheriff. So it's like they have, and unfortunately just more cases just keep popping up. So it's like, this might be put on the back burner the until we find anything new. Very low, but I yeah. hope we do. I I really hope we do. But this is one of those like Elisa Land level things for me, where it's like when I die, I want to know what so happened. What the fuck happened? And what it's like, was it an accident? Oh, that see, that's what I'm saying. It could be something that an animal could have gotten to them. For whatever reason, they went out on a hike and an animal got them. And that's but it. Why $30,000? Where did that come from? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Were they going to buy the plot of land like that day? Who were they meeting then? Like, yeah. And then why weren't, why weren't they no- noticed earlier then? And if that person was a scammer and was going to scam them out of that money, them. they would have taken the money. Like... I don't fucking know, dude. There's no record 
of the money. Like there's no record of them getting that amount of money. But at the same time, the cash, the IRS, the IRS, yes, does have records of your accounts and stuff, but they only know what you tell them to. So it's like, if I have cash, if I have cash buried in my backyard, they're not going to. Right. No one fucking knows. Well, it is worth mentioning that the cash was in the bank bag. When you get large amounts of cash at a bank, they give it to you in a bag and it was still in that bag. So. Lena, you should have mentioned that earlier because that's what I did. I'm sorry. Well, you might have, to be quite honest with you, you might have. I am a little toasty. It was found. So that just clarify the whole cash bag. It was, it was in a bank bag and it was found underneath the driver's side seat. So either, what's his name? Bobby? Bobby. So either Bobby got the cash out of his bank, even though there was no cash like that in his bank, because they would know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Or they had a secret bank account that he got it out. Or, but I feel like we'd be able to connect that. Or someone. It could have also been, yes. Yeah, someone could have gotten it. But then, then wouldn't that be him. trackable? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how many transactions like that are happening in southeastern Oklahoma that they... Maybe it wasn't um, there. Maybe they came from out of the state. But still. Exactly. I feel like that's a trackable amount of money, you know? Like, if it's going to put into right. a separate bag, don't they take the serial numbers or something? Exactly. Like shouldn't they yeah i feel like they should because <laughs> that's a good amount of money dude how much is that in today what was it Thirty-two thousand. Oh, oh inflation's not that bad Forty-five thousand, but that's still a lot of money mm-hmm. that's a lot of money that I, it's a salary, like, <sighs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate this. And I just yeah. feel so bad for, the, for poor Madison, especially because there's not a theory in my head that I'm like, that she asked for that in any way. Like she, mm-hmm. she shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. Unless they were like going camping, but why the fuck did he have $32,000 hidden under his seat? And why were they acting like they were in a trance? Right. Like, what? come on. Which is another reason why I'm like, drugs? Maybe. I'm telling you, as soon as something makes sense, other things don't. Yeah, Elena, you're going to be getting some weird fucking texts from me in the next few hours. I'm going to keep looking into it, I think. Uh-huh. And another thing. <laughs> I'm going to be like, and I know where you're going after this. A loved one's concert we'll say uh-huh yeah a little performance if you will a little performance and i'm just gonna be like girl you better have your phone on do not disturb because i'm gonna blow it the fuck up <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know i think i think it's gonna i think i think it's, it's it's gonna make your head spin a little bit because it's been making mine and i couldn't talk to you about it so i'm like fuck, like i know that's why i was so excited to finally like get all these thoughts out yeah and we pushed this recording back a couple times mm-hmm it's okay. It's, let us know what you guys think because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
Yeah. I don't know. Should I buy sheet? I don't know. Sheet by sheet. We should put that on a shirt. I tell y'all. <laughs> we should put that on a shirt. Yeah. Put that on a shirt. I. I don't know. Send us a mm-hmm. Gmail. I guess. Give us a let DM. Us know, let us know your theory. Maybe you guys have a theory. Katie Farrell. just came up with two on the podcast. I did. And if you know more yeah. about feral people, please mm-hmm. drop some links. Yep. If you, Malcolm, just heard me. I've been here for two hours now, and he just was like, wait, bitch. I heard a whimper. Um, yeah. Uh, and if you know where Israel Keys was in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> best believe i'm googling that the minute we hang up elena mm-hmm. oh man and stay tuned for that coverage because mm-hmm. that's gonna be a lot yeah that's that's just like a monster that like i've that's been trying to not yes, yeah but god it seems like it would be such a good episode we, it's just gonna be a whole a lot series, ma'am. for yeah it's gonna be like a whole lot for me to talk about because that case makes me really sad in some places but that case <sighs> honestly he we have talked about a lot of fucked up shit like on the podcast like post mm-hmm. it and off the podcast like we mm-hmm. and I know you like I it I've said it before that it's constantly in my head this this content yeah so I've heard some really fucked up shit. Is Izzy? It Israel keys keeps me up at night. And yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> he's dead. We know he's dead. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, we've got some good episodes coming for you. I guess stay tuned. Let us know if you like the unsolved ones. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I don't know, but if you do, I guess we could do more. Mm-hmm. I hate them. You Send us a Gmail. Too many, Elena. We're done. We're done. <laughs> no more. Maybe, maybe next, maybe months. next time I'll do a couple solved ones. I don't even. They don't even have to be on. Uns- they don't even have to be solved. But like the last like five ones, both of us have done. We got mm-hmm. Bell. We got Jalik. We got Tara. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But they are worth talking about always they are yeah everyone deserves answers so hopefully we find them any any closing thoughts that you might have for this one no i'm just so for i'm so for real right now i'm gonna go google this shit (laughs) you just have unlocked my newest hyper fixation yeah yeah i'm also using this as a way to uh not research my cases that are making me sad (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm well but this this one was a good one this one is a good thinking case put your thinking caps on put your thinking caps on this one's a deep one mm-hmm. listening ears when i tell my kids on. are you listening ears? <laughs> listening ears on thinking cap on <laughs> so. anyway <laughs> all right well please love you Keep us posted. Stay tuned. And all that. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love you. Stay back. Stay back. You guys can't see what I just did, but I said, ooh. Oh. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, go.